You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Where are we? I got a feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. They're brothers. They're plumbers. They're on the trail of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite. It's incredible! That gives anyone who possesses it the power to rule the universe. Get me the rock! They must rescue the princess. And make it safely back. Later, alligator. To our world. Are you alright? Before time runs out. Super Mario Brothers. This ain't no game. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. This week it is episode 90 and we are not talking about a game we played back in the day. We are talking about a movie based on a game that we played back in the day. My pal Tyler is here and we are talking about the original iconic infamous legendary super mario brothers movie from 1993 i'm not gonna lie to you guys i am not a film critic uh if you listen to the show with any regularity you may know i don't even watch a lot of movies but i did a sonic the movie episode a few weeks ago uh that was pretty positive see people seem to not hate it this one is going to be the opposite maybe i mean you hopefully you still don't hate it but it is not going to be positive that fucking movie i have waited 
27 years, just a quick math in my head, almost 27 years to get some shit off my chest about the Mario Brothers movie. And today is the day we are going to do it. My buddy Tyler is here. We loved it as kids. Do we love it as adults? I think I've already spoiled the answer to that question, but we'll get into that. Before I do that, I have to ramble, you guys know, and I've got a lot to talk about, so let's get to it. If you want to skip all this, look at the description box. You can just skip to the Mario Brothers movie. I don't know if anyone actually skips anymore. One person complained, so I started putting them in. No one's complained since. Anyway, if you skip, skip. I don't care. I got lots to talk about, including some really exciting news about Mario, and everyone wants to hear it, so let's fucking go. Um, First off... We are launching a new podcast. Remember the game Expansion Pass. I explained it in great detail yesterday on my State of the Podcast address. You can find it on your podcast feed. It's only about 15 minutes long, so I will not get into the full details of it again. Uh, But if you are a Patreon supporter, uh, you can now get access to Remember the Game Expansion Pass. It is a weekly secondary show that goes live every Sunday, beginning this Sunday. Um... I'll be reviewing modern games, do rankings, top 10 lists, uh, retrospectives, a monthly Q&A, whatever. Uh, It's going to be fun. I'm excited. My first episode that goes live this weekend is going to be, I'm going to rank every core Mario game there is. I'm talking Game Boy, all the Nintendo systems, right up to the current Game Boy Advance, DS. If it is a core Mario game, not the sports titles and all that shit, but the core Mario games, I'm going to rank them from worst to best. That'll be going live this Sunday. Uh, if that interests you, check it out. Uh, you get a whole bunch of other stuff. The deadline to get in on our prize draws this Sunday as well. Patreon.com slash remember the game is two bucks. There's your plug. I will shut up and stop talking about it, but please really consider it. Check out the state of play or the state of podcast address if you want more details. And sign up just like Josh did. Josh from Derby UK. I assume that's United Kingdom and not one of the states that I have forgotten because I don't know the American. I don't know anywhere. I know Canada. I couldn't even name all the capitals in Canada. I know I know Alberta. And I know most of Saskatchewan because there's only like four places there. And that is it. But anyway, Josh from the UK signed up. Jerry L. Josh or however it is. I don't know how to say hello, where you're from. Uh, But I think I nailed the accent there anyway. Thanks for signing up, dude. Thanks for the support. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, I have been staying hella busy during this lockdown. I I just dropped a hella. I know. Uh, I have been staying busy during this lockdown. I hope you're all staying safe and staying busy as well. Uh, In addition to launching... Uh, the new podcast expansion pass. I've also started uploading new episodes of Adam Sucks at Video Games. That is my Let's Play series that you can find over at youtube.com slash remember the game. Uh, if you enjoy watching people play retro games and rant and swear and swear and swear, then you can find that over there. If you listen to my show, you know how I talk. Uh, I started an upload. Uh, episode two should be going live this morning as this episode drops. And that is I'm playing through Super Mario Brothers 3. So uh, if you want to check that out, go for it. You got nothing else to do right now. If you give us something to watch while you are sitting on the toilet, go for it. I plan to record a bunch more in the coming weeks. I've got a whole bunch of games uh, planned out. I'm going to keep uploading some Adam Let's Plays while we've got nothing else to do. Uh, strongly recommend that you don't watch them with kids around unless you don't care that they hear uh, a lot of profanity because um, that is what I do. But anyway, so there's over there. So you can check that out. I also ran a second Mario Kart 8 tournament this weekend and I didn't win this one, which is probably perfect for the concept of wanting to give shout outs to the winners on the show. Uh, it, plus, it's just an excuse to play Mario Kart, which is always a good thing. You can never play too much Mario Kart 8. I fucking love that game. But with that said, shout outs to the winners of the second ever uh, Champion of the Universe Mario Kart 8 tournament here. Remember the game in third place. 
Uh, Bark McHugh, you guys can figure out who that is. In second place for the second straight tournament, Omega, uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride, my friend, and the winner and the new champion of the universe. I don't even know how to pronounce this properly. Jacko, Jacko from the United States of A. So uh, Jacko, Omega, Bark McHugh, congratulations. Thanks to everybody that decided to play. Maybe I'll run another one. I don't know. We had a lot less people playing this one than we did the first one, but I think it's because some people realized that they were just going to get their asses kicked by some of the really good players, and we're like, fuck that. But you got nothing else to do. You're just sitting inside. You're bored anyways. Play Mario Kart. Fuck off. I don't know. Or maybe we'll put a Smash one together. I suck at Smash. I don't know if I want to do that because I'll get my ass kicked. Um... So anyway, so that's what I've been staying busy with. Let's get to the news. I got some stuff to talk about here. Uh, oh, yeah. Before I get into the news, uh, a virtual uh, elbow elbow bump, because we're not allowed to shake hands right now, to everyone that reached out to me today on social media and said they remember Video and Arcade Top 10. I, uh, I mentioned it on my Twitter this morning and my Instagram as well and just was like, I don't know if anyone else remembers the show. I think it was a Canadian show. So if you didn't grow up here in the frozen field that I live in, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. But it was like a video game show that was on YTV, which was youth television. And it was just kids would come on and they would play like Super Nintendo games and shit. And then they would have the, the player, that, the kid that got the highest score uh, would get like a free copy of the game. And so was someone watching at home. And so was someone in the crowd. And then like they would take the kid, the kid that won, and he'd get to go over to the, the prize wall. Remember? And they would drop the ping pong balls into the garbage can and you'd reach in and pull out a ping pong ball. And you got a prize that matched the number on your ball. And if they got the red ball, they got to pick any prize they wanted. But no kid ever got the red ball. Every I would watch and watch and watch to be like, fuck, get the red ball, and no one ever did. And then Nick would sing, it's letter time, it's letter time, and read letters, and that, oh, fuck yeah. I So many people reached out to me saying they remember it. I was like, fucking right, man. Video and Arcade Top 10 was the shit. They should bring that show back. Uh, I would have given up one of my Christmas mornings as a kid to get to be on that show. I fucking loved it so much, so... Yeah, virtual elbow bump to everyone that brought that shit up and remembered it. Also, it's the uh, it's the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie 30th anniversary. So it's because this is a movie podcast, I felt like it was right to throw it in there for five seconds. Go watch it because it's sick. I fucking love that movie. So uh, yeah, okay. Uh, news. Let's get into the news. Quickly, fuck you, GameStop. They're still open in some places, at least in the States, and now they're telling their employees to work with plastic bags on their hands so that they don't have to touch anything. It's like, just fucking close. You're making your employees sick. You're making everybody else sick. I think we all realize that this isn't a fucking joke anymore, this virus. So I'm not going to get too into the virus. This is a happy place, but fuck you, GameStop. You're so done. And again, if you work there, I'm very sorry that I, like, I'm not trying to put you out of business. I don't want to see you go out of business, but like you're, yeah, just maybe Bruce up your, Bruce up your resume because they're fucked. Uh, as far as news goes, I went to get uh, the headlines that I wanted to talk about with this Mario thing and saw another story that I wanted to bring up quick. Uh, you, uh, is it, is it, how do you pronounce it? Is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I think it's Ubisoft, the game manufacturer, the game developer, Ubisoft. Uh, they're giving away free games on PC via their website just to get people to stay home. And you could call it a PR move or a sales tactic or whatever you want. Uh, it's pretty cool. Like there's some full game. Like right now, I just saw it the beginning today, which uh, March 31st. So by the time you guys hear this, it'll have been a day ago. But I think it's available till like April 3rd or 4th. They're giving away Rayman Legends. If you have a PC, you just go to their website. You can download Rayman Legends. And I'm fucking telling you, if you like platformer, even if you half like platformers, go get Rayman Legends because it's first of all, it's free. Uh, and second of all, it's fucking awesome. Mark McHugh is up my ass to play that game for like a year. And when I finally did, I went on a comedy tour a couple years ago. It was a three week tour and I downloaded that game and I 100%ed it in my three weeks uh, and fucking loved it. It was so good. 
So, uh, and they announced that they're like, they're going to be giving out uh, more games. They're going to be giving out games from their Just Dance series, games from the Assassin's Creed series. They're going to have a bunch of demos available on consoles as well for all of you regular non-PC Master Race geeks. Um, sales tactic or not, PR move or not, that's fucking really cool, man. And they're just, they, they've said they're just doing it to try to get people to stay home. And uh, I think that's pretty smart right now. Like, why not cash in on some good PR, get some good headlines, and give people some free video games to play? If it means that they won't go out. Fucking don't go out. Just fuck you. Just stay home and play. You've all, if you're listening to this, you've got some form of video games, probably. Fucking play your video games. So shout out to Ubisoft. That is awesome. Uh, uh, Nintendo, I know everybody wants me to, we're gonna, I got a couple of things to talk about with Nintendo. They dropped a surprise Nintendo Direct last week. Just completely out of nowhere. I woke up and saw that there had been a Direct and was like, what the fuck? Just classic Nintendo. The way I understand it, they were going to drop a bigger one. And then uh, obviously with everything that's going on in the world, a lot of the games are getting delayed and stuff. And they just wanted to put something out. So they rolled out this Nintendo Direct. It has some pretty cool games in it. They did say the release dates are subject to change because they're obviously going through some development issues and stuff right now. People working from home and things. Uh, But go check it out. If you're a Nintendo fan, you can find it. Just YouTube Nintendo Direct. There's a whole bunch of cool games in there. A couple of the games that stood out to me are they're bringing the Bioshock games over and they are bringing the XCOM games to uh, Switch. And then they also said Borderlands. I never got into... I know a ton of people that are into Borderlands. It just never scratched my itch, but I'm not an online guy really either. Uh, XCOM, maybe. I want to see how much it is because I could get it on my Xbox right now for 20 bucks. But I'm really into those tactical games these days. And everyone says that that one is like the cream of the crop. And uh, to have it portable sounds pretty rad. And then the Bioshock games, when I first saw the trailer for the Bioshock games coming to Switch, I was like, fuck, yes. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, Nintendo, we all know that Nintendo charges the Switch tax to put a new, to put a game that could be old on the Switch. They're going to charge, like, they're going to charge you. Fucking Resident Evil 4 was like 40 bucks. And I bought it because I love that game and I wanted it portably. And I love the Bioshock games, but the Bioshock games are some of the few games where I do care about the graphics more than the portability. Um, like, I'm usually willing to pay a little bit extra to have my games portable, and I don't care if the graphics are a little bit dumbed down, but Bioshock, particularly the first two when you're underwater, the atmosphere is so fucking intense that I, like, I don't know, man. If I could get the Bioshock collection on my Xbox or my PS4 and play it on my TV with my headphones for 20 bucks or for 50 or $60, I could get them on my Switch and play them in that tiny little handheld thing. That's one of those ones where I'm like, nah, you know what? I think I'll, I think I'll, I'll buy it on my Switch, on my PS4, on my Xbox. But it is rad that they're coming to Switch. If you've never played them, cannot recommend them enough, especially if you are into like solo, single player shooters. Fuck yeah. Like they are so good, man. Especially the first two. I thought Infinite was good, but I, I would consider it a, I don't want to spoil anything. The first two are underwater. The third one's in the sky. They're all good. They're all very good. But I thought the first two were better. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, but I don't know. It was cool. They, you know what surprised me a little bit was that they didn't announce any new Super Nintendo games. I mean, um, I listen, I'm not one of those people that I, I think I've, I've died on this hill so many times on this podcast. Uh, so many people are angry about the way Nintendo's rolling out their classic games now and how they miss the virtual console where you can just go on and buy your games. I prefer the way they're doing them now because forget the fact that you have online and you have the portable on your Switch, okay? Just for the pricing, for $25 Canadian for the year, I've got almost 60 NES games and almost 30 Super Nintendo games. Like, And for 25 bucks, I would have bought Super Mario World Link to the Past and Super Metroid and that would have been my $25. And now I have all those games instead. Having said that, 
they have uh, since they announced them last September, they've only done I think two uh, drops of new games since September. So what is that? October, November, December, January, February, March. So we're like six months. They've done two editions of games since then. And I didn't expect them to go monthly like they were doing with the NES, but like this is pretty stingy. Uh, and I was really surprised. I thought that we were going to get some more games when I saw there was a new, new, new direct. I was expecting some. I want SimCity. I know a lot of people have brought up the Donkey Kong Country games, and yeah, fuck right. I would love those. Like, oh, I want the Donkey Kong Country games too. But like SimCity, I love that game, and I just thought that game would be perfect handheld. You could hop in and tweak your city and then just put your Switch to the side where you're watching TV and let the city run, you know? Like it's I don't know if there's maybe a licensing issue there or anything, but that's that's the Super Nintendo game that I want on there. Um, so anyway, so that's the big news with Nintendo. I don't know what else there is to to talk about when it comes to Nintendo. Oh yeah, except for the Mario rumors that like literally literally I'm and I I hate when people use the word literally when it's not literal and I do that, but literally two dozen of you between Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and one carrier pigeon uh reached out to me and told me, "Hey, did you see the new Mario stories?" And I'm not mad. It's awesome. Thank you all for reaching out to me. I can't shout you all out cuz there was just too many of you. I did see it and I am fucking excited. If you haven't seen it, uh, there's a story floating around that Nintendo is going to be re-releasing a ton of Mario games for his 35th anniversary later this year on the Nintendo Switch. And just for the record, before I get too into it, Nintendo has not confirmed it. As far as I know, as of as of March 31st at 3.37 p.m. Mountain Time, Nintendo has not come out and said these are locked and loaded or anything yet. It's just a lot of different sources reporting it. A lot of credible sources are reporting it. If this turns out to be an April Fool's joke or just somehow untrue and everyone got it wrong, it is going to shatter my heart. Fucking shatter my heart. Like, like worse than Spider-Man 3 and the new Ghostbusters movie. Not the new, new one, but the fucking the female reboot from a few years ago. Worse than those two movies did to my heart combined. This news will shatter my heart. So, uh, the rumor is that Nintendo is going to be re-releasing Mario 64, boo, Mario Sunshine, hmm, and Mario Galaxy, fuck yes, uh, in an anniversary collection a la Mario All-Stars from the Super Nintendo, but on the Nintendo Switch. Some are saying Mario Galaxy 2 as well. Some are not. Nobody knows for sure if they're both going to be there. I have to imagine if they're going to give us one, they're going to give us both. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be all or HD versions like the original All-Stars was to the NES versions or if they're just going to be ports, but holy fuck. I, I, will, I will say, listen, you guys know I give Super Mario 64 a lot of shit, but if you re-release that game on the Switch with dual analog controls instead of one analog and those fucking C buttons, yeah, I'll play me some more Super Mario 64. I'm not stupid. I know how good that game can be. Um, originally, nobody was reporting that they were going to be in one package. They were just saying these games were coming, and I was thinking, like, they can't charge full price for each of those games, can they? But then I, my brain was like, of course they can, Adam. It's Nintendo. That's what Nintendo does, right? And I was thinking like, fuck me, man. Like 80 bucks Canadian each for four different, for Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, and Mario Galaxy 2. Even I, who's like a diehard Nintendo fanboy sucker who just sucks at the proverbial Nintendo teat. I'm like, I can't 
justify that. But if they all come out in one package, if all those games are in one All Stars package for eighty bucks Canadian or sixty bucks American or four hundred Lou or whatever Australian money is and two hundred and fifty six chips in Britain or whatever, I don't know. I don't know what all the rest of the world's currencies are, what you guys pay for normal games. But if they release Mario sixty four, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, and maybe Mario Galaxy two in one full priced regular package, that is a deal and a million and you've got them all portable fuck me like mario sunshine hasn't seen the day of light since the gamecube which i've got sitting there and i I gotta play it that's something else i gotta play during this lockdown but holy fuck that's insane you guys that's so rad and if you think you're thinking like well that sounds awesome but there's also more news apparently they're going to be reporting mario 3d world not reporting they're going to be porting mario 3d world from the wii u over to the switch with some new levels as well and if you didn't play that game because you don't have a wii u i understand but you're gonna need to write that wrong when this gets ported i really really like that game particularly when you're playing it uh with your friends it's like i really like it like if you want to know how much i like it where i would rank it all time uh check out remember the game expansion pass this sunday uh there's my plug uh it's it's fucking that's great so if they add online to that too where i could play with one of my buddies or my nephew or someone while i'm sitting at home Fuck yeah, I'll buy that. And then they said that they're releasing a new Paper Mario game, apparently, allegedly. And it's going to be going back to the Nintendo 64 GameCube roots. And holy fuck, that's insane. Because I hate the Wii Paper Mario. I know some people like Super Paper Mario. I didn't care for it. I thought the humor was good. I thought the gameplay was bad. I want those original RPG style charm Paper Mario games. And it sounds like that's what we're getting. And that's fucking insane. Nintendo can be so goddamn frustrating at times. But they know what their games are worth and they know what they have. And do you have any idea how much money they'll make off of those three releases? If they come out for Mario's 35th, apparently they were going to announce all this at E3 this year, but now E3 is dead. So I don't know when they're going to announce it. They're going to announce it later. But like if they came out this summer and were like, oh yeah, by the way, you guys, uh, here's Mario All-Stars 2 with all those games. Oh yeah, and here's Mario 3D World. And oh yeah, here's the new Paper Mario game. Fuck, there's, I'm good for the year. I'm like, that's all I need out of Nintendo. I'm happy. That's fuck yeah. Shut her down. Let's go home. That's the best. It's, it's, it's insane to me. It's insane to me. When 3D World, when you have three games to roll out and 3D World is the worst one of the three, that is a high, uh, uh, you know, uh, potentially the worst one of the three because we don't know how good the Paper Mario game is going to be. It's the one I'm the least excited about. I'm excited about all three. So that is just, holy fuck. Color me excited, man. Please be true. Fuck, please be true. Okay. We're at 18 minutes. I got to fucking finish this off. Um, I cannot wait to play those games, uh, except maybe Mario 64. But I can't wait to play those games. But I can't play them yet. But what have I been playing in the last seven days? A lot. Like, a lot. And I'm going to fucking rapid fire through. Maybe I won't. I don't care. Who cares if this is longer? What do you guys, where do you have to fucking go? Nowhere. Like, downstairs? Like, it's you're stuck in a house like I am. Um, I've been playing a lot of video games over the last seven days. Like, to the point where I'm worried about, like, I'm like, maybe this is too much, but what else can you do? Uh, I finished Ori and the Will of the Wisps, first and foremost, on my Xbox One. There are some minor lags, some freezing issues. I had to reinstall the game because I had it pre-installed, and they said reinstall it because there was a major bug in it. They're still working on some patches, apparently. But even with all that said, uh, I 99%ed it. I was missing something on the map, couldn't figure out what it was, and finally just said, fuck it, and gave up. Uh, I give it a 9.5 out of 10. I fucking love that series. If you are into Metroidvanias and platformers, cannot 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 recommend the ori games enough the first one ori in the blind forest is on xbox 
uh, and on the Switch. It's on the Game Pass on Xbox and PC and stuff. Or in the Will of the Wisps is just on Xbox and PC right now on the Game Pass. But they're both fantastic. Like my like the Remember the Game stamp of approval. Uh, like two stamps side by side in case one wears off. Is that good? Uh, I finished Super Mario 3 for my Let's Play, so that was fun. Check that out. Remember the game, uh, or no, YouTube.com slash Remember the Game. That was fun. I'm playing through Spiral the Dragon right now because that won our Patreon poll, so you guys will be getting an episode on it in April. Uh, I will say, as much shit as I give the PlayStation Classic, once you hack it and put some more PlayStation games on there, it's pretty rad. I wish the controller was a dual analog, but I can I can look past that. Uh, I'm not going to spoil Spyro too much about it, but really digging it. It's been fun. Very relaxing, so be seeing an episode on that in the next four or five weeks here still plugging away at mario odyssey when i'm watching tv with my girlfriend because that game is the fucking best and it's been fun to play i started playing uh hellblade sinua's sacrifice i hope i'm saying that right it's uh i believe it's on playstation 4 and xbox and stuff i've been playing it on game pass i never played anything like it uh before it's very it's minimal minimal action it's very atmospheric i i guess some would call it semi a walking uh simulator uh, but there is some combat and stuff in it, especially with headphones on. It is fucking intense. It's creepy. You have like voices in your head and they're talking to you when you put headphones on. Like they literally, like there was one point, I, I don't want to spoil anything in case you play, but there's one point where I died because I went the wrong way because the voices in my head were telling me, they were like arguing over which way to go and I couldn't figure out like the voices in my headphones, not the actual voices in my head. Um, but, but yeah, fucking, so it's been pretty cool. Apparently it's pretty short. I guess I think I'm about halfway through it. It's only about five or six hours. People are saying, uh, it's pretty rad and I never would have found it without game pass. Game pass is the best shout out to Bradley McHugh for kicking me in the ass and getting me to get game pass. And then speaking of game pass, I finally tried slay the spire. If you don't know what it is, it's a roguelike uh, card playing dungeon crawling game. You, uh, but instead of playing it like against other people, like you would magic or hearthstone or something, you just play against the computer. Uh, I played one game on my Xbox One on Game Pass. Uh, it went for a little over an hour. I liked it so much that I went right away, used whatever gold coins I had on my Switch, paid the difference, and bought it on my Nintendo Switch. Because I think it screams Switch. It's the perfect handheld game. Again, while I'm watching TV or something, I could be playing Slay the Spire. I want to be able to take it with me anywhere. I cannot, I cannot stop playing it. It is so fucking good, you guys. Uh, it's like I, I really like certain roguelikes. Uh, like I'm thinking of Rogue Legacy was rad. Dead Cells is awesome. Binding of Isaac was pretty good. I think I like this one better than any of them. It's card combat. You go against the computer. You got to progress through dungeons and you get different cards every time. Like you don't build a deck that you take with you. You start with a basic deck and then as you build, you play the game, you get more cards and they're random and you can build it. You know, and it's, oh, fuck. Cannot recommend it enough. Play Slay the Spire. Fucking play it. It is so good. That's it. That's it. That's all. I've, that's, I've, just, I've, I've read a little bit. I've worked out a couple of times. I've walked my dog. I ate something. I had a shower once. And other than that, I've just been playing video games. And it looks like that's going to be the next month is talking into this microphone and playing video games uh, and watching movies. Uh, but not this movie. There's your segue. That was smooth. Episode 90. We are talking the Mario Brothers movie. As a kid, I loved this movie. My brother did too. I remember, I remember the V. I could picture that VHS box. That black cover with the M and Mario and Luigi standing in it with that VHS tape in it like, like it was yesterday. My brother and I watched this movie all the time as kids. As an adult, I haven't watched it in a long time. I don't think I love it as much as I used to. Although watching some of the clips on YouTube have been pretty fun. 
Um, I wanted to talk about it on here forever. My pal Tyler is back. We are going to get into it. Normally, I would cue some music right now, but I'm not doing that because I don't know if I'm going to get flagged or not, like the Vice City episode did for using licensed music. So I just cut a couple of clips out from this movie that I really liked instead. As you guys would have heard off the top, I'm going to play another one right now. And then we are going to talk about the Mario Brothers movie that originally hit theaters on May 28, 1993. Kick back, relax, wash your hands, and listen to Tyler and I rip apart the Super Mario Brothers movie. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it, therapy is the way therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to and better help is a great way to go about it i don't bs you guys i don't say i've used something if i've never used it i've personally talked to a better help therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life and i genuinely found it helpful to have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times it's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash remember the game. This is a plumber's nightmare. These pipes have been service for years. Must have been a non-union job. Luigi, lock off all these valves. What? It's the heating system. Treat your tools like a friend. Keep them by you. Never let them down, and they're always at your side. Hey, Mario, how come it is that for every situation that could possibly come up, you always got to send about tools, huh? I got them from Papa. He got them from Grandpa. We'll freeze them, keep them busy while we make our way up. Huh? How can we do that? We can't just take an elevator. We got to do something. We tripped the alarm. What do you think I am, stupid? Yes, but how are we going to get up, huh? Like Mario's. So this is, this is the first here on the show and if you uh are hoping to get more movie reviews in the future don't expect it because uh we have this first of all i haven't seen a lot of movies i don't know anything about movies i'm banking on you to carry the movie aspect of this conversation the only video game movies i have seen are this one the wizard and i'll plan on seeing sonic uh oh you should you should watch the doom movie with the rock no i fucking tried because i love the rock it it is the rock yes and And it's carl urban is that his name I watched the guy like, who played Judge Dredd. I watched half an hour. I was like, this fucking is terrible. Um, I might be way out too. It might not be Carl Urban who's oh, in that movie. Doesn't but. matter. No one should ever watch it. No, everybody um, should watch it. It's the, the greatest movie. This, it's better than Schindler's List. The, fuck, here we go. Uh, <laughs> this, this is a video game movie. And I like this movie a lot more than I should. And we'll get into that in just a minute. Because I know 
you've got some thoughts on this movie too. I'm excited I'm about this. Conflicted about it. Me too. Yes, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> Me too. Because uh, I like movies. But before we get into that, just yeah. quickly, I don't uh, I don't do too many of these, but I know you had a project you kind of wanted to give a shout out to, and so I'm gonna let you just uh, you've got you've got 48 seconds. Oh, excellent. So uh, in the last two years, I've been part of a another you know media project, uh, Studio 762 on YouTube. Um, I might have said that wrong. It might be 762 Studio 762. Um, my buddy Martin, uh, he's a director, a producer. He started doing a bunch of shorts on uh, YouTube. Some of them are based on video games. So we just recently finished one called Escape from Tarkov, and that game has blown up recently. If you don't know what it is, uh, check it out. It's unrelenting. It's a first-person shooter where you gather loot, and if you die in the raid, you lose everything you had on you. So it's very frustrating at times because sometimes you have the jackpot and then you get shot in the head and are dead instantly like there's no it's it's a very relentless game but if you like self-punishment check it out and if you want to check out some really cool action-based uh youtube videos studio 762 uh i'm in three of them right now i'm gonna be in a fourth one right away here killer studio 762 Mm -hmm. fucking rights good plug you did it good job you were like i don't know how to plug stuff you'll be fine you just fucking tell them what it is you fucking did it you're a killer you're magic yeah uh martin you owe me what, <laughs> however much promotion fees I get. Yeah, uh, well, if it's, if it's a based on butter the, and jelly sandwich. If it's based on the income of this show, you owe Martin three dollars. That's Shit. how this fucking show works. Uh, I think I owe Martin three dollars for being in his films. So, <laughs> so, so we'll shift. We'll shift. We'll shift from a uh, a a good film project to uh, a air quotes good. <laughs> yes, to a mediocre film product and that is the super mario brothers movie which originally hit theaters on may 28th 1993 oh sweet uh so i would have been nine when this movie came out i would have been i'm a year younger than you eight how when were you born 83 oh you're fucking old what the fuck are you trying to do math i was like well this came out in 93 and i was nine and you're like when were you born 86 come on you're you're the smart one no i'm dumb i'm actually really dumb i'm so, just creative so you, which you been, can pass off as being smart but it just this. actually you're good at bullshitting welcome to being a comedian uh oh, so you would have been six or seven and i would have been nine yeah. uh but i remember it like it was yesterday me too i remember I seeing this in theaters yesterday. i remember going oh did you <laughs> oh, i've seen this movie where it's not on anything is it like it's not I on any streaming VHS. services VHS. <laughs> and my just, girlfriend has a VHS player. It was serendipity. Gross. That's how we came together. I don't think this movie's on anything now. Like it's not on any streaming services or anything. I don't no, think. It's um, too bad. <laughs> I remember going to see this in theaters. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I saw it in theaters with my uncle. I think. And I remember at the time liking it. I remember walking out being like, "Holy fuck!" There was Mario and Luigi on, the, and they were on the screen. And, and I've watched it a hundred times. If we had the VHS, it was one of those movies my brother and I would watch over and yeah. over and over again. Ditto. Ditto. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Tyler. I've probably seen this movie 20 or 30 times. And if yep. you were like, hey, all right, so what's the storyline of this movie? Uh, basically. <laughs> the way you went, uh. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not sh- like. Basically, the storyline of this movie is a director and a producer got together and they're like, oh, how can we capitalize on Nintendo's success? Let's get a bunch of actors together. Let's get a whole bunch of booze. And let's film a fucking movie. Oh, because like, okay, you would think if you were like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna make a Mario Brothers movie. You'd be like, okay, uh, what's your storyline for your Mario Brothers movie? Well, uh, there's Bowser. Yeah. And he's a big uh, lizard guy. Yeah. And he kidnaps a princess. Right. And then Mario and Luigi uh, are plumbers that go to the Mushroom Kingdom and they have to save the princess from Bowser. Are you high? No, that's it. That's my story. And mm-hmm. you'd be like, 
Okay, that doesn't seem so. What's the big finale? Well, they defeat Bowser, they save the princess, and right. then probably well, sets okay. up for a sequel yeah. because Bowser isn't dead. He's you know he's he's still around. Yeah, you actually have a good story arc there. You have your beginning, your climax. It seems and then very your resolution. Simple. It seems so then, good. so what happened in the ba- in the Mario Brothers movie? You're like, well, there's Mario, Luigi. They're plumbers. They go to the Mushroom Kingdom. Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. Yeah. They're they're brothers. They're plumbers. They go to the Mushroom Kingdom where they fight King Koopa who is not quite a giant lizard. He's a man. Played by Dennis Hopper. Played by Dennis Hopper. Okay, so anything about like who played who and shit like that, that's your job because okay. I don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, so they go they go to the Mushroom Kingdom to save Princess Daisy, Daisy which for some it, reason. Which, no, but that's super legit because they didn't no, want it. They not. wanted to have the young guy so that people would... Wow, Fuck it's off. It's legit because Luigi loves Daisy and they I had John it. Leguizamo be the... Okay, but no, you could have done Mario and Princess Peach or Toadstool. What the fuck? So whatever. Okay, Man, strike one. Okay. Strike one. No, okay, strike one. <laughs> Bowser's not a lizard. He's okay. a human. I know that he kind of becomes a... I think. I don't even know. After seeing the movie all these times, at one point he kind of becomes a lizard when they shoot him with digital super scopes, but I don't know. We'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. So the... the <laughs> Which I got hyped on because so, I had a super scope at home. Me too. Like, right. <laughs> so they go, they kidnap Princess Daisy and a bunch of other girls that they've kidnapped yeah. from Queens. And right. so the plumbers go into the sewer... Or something, some no an archaeology archaeological dig. Yeah, because they and have that up, crystal to open the portal, and end up falling into a portal yeah. where there the a meteorite had struck and had actually <laughs> sent the dinosaurs <laughs> to another dimension. Yeah, so you go through a portal into a a underground New York kind yeah, of yeah. covered in fungus, yeah, full of dinosaurs and weird people. Yeah, and then they have to save Princess Daisy from the human Bowser and his toads which are no no his koopas koopas because they yeah. transform toad into, into a koopa yeah and, and it, it seems they're reverting their dna this to be is more lizard like okay we'll get into more of the details but basically if you're listening to this and you're like what the fuck is going on that's the movie that's the movie it's, uh, the whole time if as an adult you're going what the fuck's going on as I, a kid you're like mario luigi they fucked up this whole movie they took the like the Super Mario video games are based on the most basic, simple storytelling there is. You got to save the princess from the Koopa. And they, instead of just making that movie, they put so much weird fucking shit into this. To me, it seemed like, I know it was a marketing ploy. That's what this movie was. It was marketing. It was like, let's cash in on this IP and this franchise and make a ton of money. Yeah, I think they even had like the beginnings of the movie uh set up before they knew it was going to be the mario movie kind of like what they did with starship troopers so like i think starship troopers they had made a bunch of that movie and then they got the licensing for the starship trooper which is based on a book okay um then they got the licensing for the book so they like retrofitted what they'd already made for the movie to match the book and i think that's what they did with this they had a whole bunch of set and story and kind of developed and then they were like Oh, we got the license for Super Mario. This is what this Let's is. Let's shoehorn be now. him into this. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, like it's just a disaster. I don't like. I, I could be wrong about that. I I remember hearing that. If we just spent five minutes trying to explain the plot and you've no idea what the fuck we're talking about, we're gonna break down some of the details right now. But no, you shouldn't know what we're talking about because it just makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense. And we will get into the good stuff because there is some good stuff. And we'll save that for the end so we can end this episode on a positive note, okay? Because there's a lot more bad stuff than there is fucking good stuff. So the first bad thing to me outside of the fucked up story is the lack of Nintendo characters Mm -hmm. that they could have put in this. Because to me, that's like, I would have enjoyed it infinitely more, even with the shitty story and everything. If you had just put more Nintendo characters in it, why couldn't Bowser 
I know at one point they shoot him with those super scopes and he kind of reverts back into a dinosaur or whatever the fuck it was. But why couldn't he just turn into like actual Bowser instead of he basically just turns into a T-Rex for three seconds and then explodes? Like where was Bowser? Where are the Koopa Troopas? Yeah. Why are the Goombas giant green things that look more like Koopa Troopas? Why couldn't you have had those bad guys? Where were the piranha plants? Like where like there's so Hammer Brothers. There's yeah. so many iconic Nintendo characters you could have just put into this movie and made it better. We just wanted to see them in real life. Yeah. Right? Cuz one of the coolest moments in this movie is when Mario and Luigi find the two coverall outfits and turn into Mario and Luigi. Yeah, yeah. And they do the my with the jump boots too. Like yeah, I like those I, jump boots. I thought that was like a nice, nice way to explain why they can jump so high. Because like, they oh, found these boots that make them jump. Yeah, yeah. And their boots are weighted, so obviously, if you have these weighted boots, fucking stomping on someone's right. head, it makes sense. It totally made sense. Like, and it that's a good scene... way to explain it. And then it totally <laughs> had the imagery that you expected. Right. Because they're not dressed like Mario and Luigi for most of the movie in the red and green and the coveralls. And then yep. at one point they find those outfits, they change. And my favorite scene in the whole movie is when it, they're in the club wearing the suits. No, fuck you. We'll get into that <laughs> in a second. It's, I wanted to save the positives for the end, but it's the okay. but just quickly, the coolest part of the movie to me is the two seconds where they're standing in the elevators, the doors closing, and they're wearing the red and green coveralled jumpsuits and they like high five and do like wait 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 and i'm just like there that's mario luigi like yes. yeah and then they fuck it up again so then did you do that high five where you made the m with your best friend no your brother i didn't have any friends uh but but i would have <laughs> had i did it um so i don't know i don't know where bowser was i don't know why they didn't put more iconic bad guys in i don't know why they didn't put more iconic good guys in toad so there's a character in the movie who is toad and he's just and like he's a, a folk musician yeah he's just like a, a street, rebel street musician kind of a badass kind of a rebel and they end up kidnapping him and they turn him into a bad guy uh or they don't get they catch him and they turn him into a bad guy or something and uh and i could to me if you wanted to okay so the king and he's I, not even oh. king he's president koopa i know i'm all over the place here you guys it's just no but the original king of the mushroom kingdom they turned him into a fungus and that's why he's there's fungus all over kind of looks like cheese from a pizza yeah it does it looks like stringy cheese or like the inside of like a pumpkin yeah yeah, um, yeah. and so this shit is all over the, the the town or whatever the fuck they're in and that's the king yeah and uh and luigi notices that it keeps trying to give them stuff and mario's like luigi you're an idiot what are you talking about but luigi's like no it's trying to help us because it's the king right right and that's so true they, to the video game mario oftentimes is calling luigi an, an idiot, idiot. Yeah. so then so then they catch toad and they turn him into a bad guy yeah but you turn the king into a fungus yeah toad is a fungus He's yeah. a mushroom in real in the games. No, so it's why a hat. didn't they ca- shut the fuck up? So why didn't why <laughs> didn't they why didn't they catch Toad and then turn him into Toad? Why couldn't he have beca- like become a mushroom? Why like, couldn't that would have become- been awesome? You have mushrooms in the fucking movie. Where's Toad? <laughs> ah, why is it Princess Peach anywhere? So Princess Daisy, they catch Princess Daisy, and I know you were like because the love story is young Luigi matched up with Princess Daisy. So that, but there's so a that- bunch of other girls caught. Why couldn't one of the other girls have been Peach? I don't know. <laughs> why? Why are the Nintendo characters in the Nintendo movie? <laughs> it's so dumb. They were really, really drunk when they filmed oh, <laughs> There's they no went- power-ups. The only power-up they find, they have the boots, which I which I think are dumb. But you know what? You're right. It explains it. Explains, it. explains how they can jump. Explains how they can jump on bad guys. Even though they never jump on bad guys, right. it explains how technically they, they could. They should have jumped and then dropped. Where one. are the power-up mushrooms? Where are the fire flowers? Where are the stars? Why couldn't they find a mushroom or a fucking fly? The king is fungus. <laughs> it's a mushroom. Why is it the king handing a- the mushroom? He gives them a bomb. He gives them a bomb, which is a bad guy. (laughs) It's so, god damn it! 
this was just like, like this should have been the dream movie. And they just, it's like the people that fucking made it had never played Mario, knew nothing of the Mario franchise. They looked at a poster and were like, well, we could use this as this and we could use this as this. I'm half surprised Luigi's not the villain. <laughs> this is the rant that you could apply to any movie that was made based on a video game. I know. none of them have been successful. There's just not a lot of video games I love as much as Mario Brothers. Right, right. right. So. All those things I just said, though. That's right. my biggest complaint with this movie. It's not the shitty story, because I could look past all the garbagey story. Because the, the story is made for, like, a 10-year-old. Of course. It's, but, the, but it makes no fucking sense. As a 35-year-old, I still couldn't follow the fucking storyline. Yeah, but as a 10-year-old, I was pumped about it. But as a 10-year-old, the thing you were pumped about was that you saw these things out of a video game that you love come to life on real life in the TV on the screen. And, to and be it's fair, like they could have put so many more of them into it. Yeah, and to be fair, as a 10-year-old, I loved Beastmaster and, like... The fucking, I can't even think of other shitty things that I loved as a 10 year old because I block them out of my right. adult memory. There's a scene where they're in a club, like a bar. Yeah. yeah. They're, so they're dressed the in scene suits. In the, the best scene in the whole movie. It made <laughs> me want to uh, party and become a, a club goer. Right. So they go to this. I don't remember why they, oh, it was because. In a canary yellow suit. It was because the giant, that giant woman had the asteroid piece that they needed. Oh, right. So and they went I, to the club to, I, so Mario could put the moves on her to try right. to get the asteroid piece away. Her. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, why is that whole scene even in the movie? Like, I don't get why that's there. None of that is necessary. They never went to a fucking... Because the entire cast was doing a lot of drugs and drinking a lot. They were actually at a club, and Bob Hoskins actually seduced that fat lady. Oh, maybe. Maybe. She wasn't fat. She was robust. She She was hefty. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Um, Yoshi shows up for three seconds. 
for some reason there's a little dinosaur and like and that's another thing why couldn't they ride yoshi why didn't you make yoshi bigger and let, let like them a ride raptor him? yeah and then like, actually that would have been right dope. like imagine right okay so make yoshi because yoshi's like this little weeny dinosaur in this fucking movie and for the record i hate yoshi okay and i've ranted about how much i hate yoshi many times he's like a yorkie right it, you know, so like- but like they're in this tower why couldn't they have been trapped at one point and been in a lot of trouble and then had this raptor sized yoshi fucking come in and save them and then they ride him out yeah just like that like there's so many things that would have been so easy the mo- the story didn't have to be good just put the nintendo video game stuff into this fucking movie my dog's sitting on the other side of the roof because she's like holy fuck he's getting angry i am getting fucking angry because this movie was all i wanted I'm and with they- molly on this one i'm a little god scared. damn it anyway i loved the movie i thought it was great shut the fuck up <laughs> get the fuck out of my house so basically yeah um there are good things and i want to get into the good things so but with your rant i just want to most people agree with you sure four out of ten on imdb 23 percent on rotten tomato not the not the worst movie but definitely a low score okay right Okay, here's the thing. Like, I'm reading about it right now. Like, this movie tanked hard at the box yeah. office. Lost, like, half its money. Everyone hates B- budget, it. Budget, 48 I, million, uh, pulled in 23. I do remember reading something where Bob Hoskins, the guy that played Mario, said that the biggest regret of his career is this movie. Oh, really? Uh, which I have no doubt in my mind. Oh, fuck that. That guy's uh, a bitch. No, no fuck that. Fuck, he, no, and fuck, you know what sucks is that... No, fuck him. Because on that film, they put him up in a mansion. So he was the only actor who got, like, a fucking mansion supplied to him. He, didn't get, a, he didn't get a shitty trailer. He got a fucking... Man, doesn't mean the movie doesn't suck. Whatever, he, he still he, he was saying it's the biggest regret of his life. So he got put up in a mansion. He got supplied drugs and alcohol, and got to party with John Leguizamo, who's <sighs> a fucking hilarious dude, for six months. But Fuck that. Just, That's not a regret. That's a yes, fucking vacation. Is. Yeah, but like, yeah, which you can up. regret vacation. Still a black eye. It's like this episode. This episode of the show <laughs> is going to be the Super Mario Brothers movie of our podcast. No, it is going to be the worst episode. It's going to be a crowd favorite. No, it isn't. Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, never talk movie again because you just got angry and yelled into the (laughs) microphone for half an hour um the movie was it was it was a was a bomb it bombed the thing is is like a lot of kids and i guarantee you a lot of people listening to this are around our age and probably watch this as kids they probably really liked it i did as a kid i loved this i watched this movie over and over and over and then as i got older like i think about it i'm like what a train wreck like what a missed opportunity what a shitty shit movie this ended up being now I look at it because I've read that it's got like a cult following now online. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I haven't watched it forever. There's nowhere to watch it. It's uh, forgotten. I'll lend you my VHS. Yes, please. You can lend me your VCR <laughs> and your fucking VHS. No, you can't have the VCR. Be, yeah, That's be, Britney's. Be <laughs> kind and rewind and everything. <laughs> uh, like when I look back on it though, like it, I want to like it because yeah. it's my favorite franchise and it's a movie. If it wasn't labeled the super mario brothers movie and like the characters had different names right would you like it because it's then it would be a weird fucking like you know what then then i'd probably tolerate it i'd be like this is just some weird sci-fi fantasy movie i would say it would be on the the level of the crow if it was like crow being more goth right but on the level of like weird sci-fi fantasy but because it has the set like I think they filmed it in some kind of like refinery or something, but then they built inside this refinery or like concrete factory or something, built it to look like New York, but like underneath the ground. Right. So the set looks so fucking cool. It again, removing yourself from it right. being Super Mario because it's not 
you know yeah if, if mario wasn't kingdom. having said that though i don't watch a lot of movies if mario wasn't attached to this i don't go see it i never see it i probably never see, i've never seen the crow you're talking about i've never seen the crow i've okay. never i've never seen dude i literally am watching the star wars movies for the first time in my life right now because they're on disney yeah, plus you're wasting your time. i haven't seen movies they're wasting your time uh well okay, i'm go, not getting into that go i don't watch, go watch enough. the crow and then put um, the star wars movies on the shelf and, all, and your entire listener base just like see, decided they're gonna come to mornville and kill me now yeah. <laughs> Well, nobody fucker. knows where Morville is. Uh, it's the jewel of the north. Uh, to, like <laughs> to me, this like this ruined video game movies. Yeah, and it's like one of people, the first ones. I right. think it's the first. Video it has to game. be one of the first ones. Like because like there's like the Street Fighters and the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and they were bad. And they all suck, right? Doom the first sucked. Mortal Kombat was okay. Um, Doom sucked. Uh, this the like, last Starfighter is a prime example of a really good video game movie because they made the movie first and then made a video game based on the movie because it was about a guy who plays a video game and goes into space. Like I'm, I'm like I am, and I mean this sincerely. I'm very curious slash interested in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie because especially since they reworked how Sonic looked, he worked way yeah. better. He yeah, way better way better i'm like if you're and, sega you're like hey nintendo beat us nintendo basically crippled us now we work for nintendo kind of uh we could fucking shove a movie up their ass though and yeah. i know that they're working on a new mario brothers movie as well and it's like oh, an really? animated one uh, and it's it's probably there's no doubt in my mind it'll be better than this yeah especially because it's animated so you can right. do more and it's exactly. gonna be true to the mario's um, universe okay so now i want to get into the positives on this before i wrap this up and just get more angry like First and foremost, like the the movie looks cool. Yeah, it's stylized. That's I, why that's why I compare it to the crow. Sure. The crow was a very stylized movie. The sets in the crow were very good. Right. It's it's based on a comic, um, and it did surprisingly well. Whereas the Mario Brothers didn't do well. No. But I feel like it had the same uh, level of set design, the same level of costume design. It's just I think the fan base for comic books are just way more pumped to see right. movies made and comics are easier to translate into a movie because you basically have your storyboard done it's panel for panel you just have to copy the comic right whereas the mario Marvel brothers case in point yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly whereas the mario brother movie it's really hard to copy a side-scrolling but, video game you know level like, for level to make a movie yeah right? but what's fucked up is like they clearly knew this movie was going to appeal to children because it's mario brothers in 1993 when every kid in the world is like obsessed with nintendo and mario yeah. and then they went and put the most overly complicated storyline ever into it like yeah. and, it, and it's like why wouldn't you just keep it simple for the kids that are going to see it the they thing had a whole bunch of it, it, i'm not making excuses for the movie or trying to pump it up but they had th this is evident in their uh screenplay writing their whole production went way over budget like they just had it, production issues like right. this is the hollywood story for apocalypse now for lots of films where they just they run into issues so then they start just like floundering to try and make it work right like just pigeonhole something in yeah, yeah. but yeah. like I, but like but again like to get back to the positives like it looks cool like the city they're in i can't remember the name of the city they're in dino dino york or i have it on my fucking computer here uh like you know what i'm talking about right they're in like a they're in like a dinosaur like, like new an, york yeah it's basically this in the story the meteorite came and all the dinosaurs got knocked into yeah. an alternate dimension which is underground so the city's supposed to be like underground there's no skyline yeah. or anything it, like that and they do like it looks cool like they did a good job where it looks cool and it's new yorky like yeah. it's it's like a weird new york and yeah like even the way the cars work on they don't have fossil fuels because they're dinosaurs so they have electric cars that are yeah. on like rail systems like it's the, just that it's very creative some of the some of the costumes like i mean the thing about it is like 
Koopa looks cool as a human. Mm-hmm. I love the way his like hair with like the little spike things and stuff look. Yeah, they tried to. I like that. I just it, my my only beef with Koopa in this movie, really, what it comes like. I know I'm ranting about it, ranting about it, is when he turned into a dinosaur. He only turned into a dinosaur because they shot him with those guns that apparently devolved him back into a dinosaur. When that happened, he should have looked like Koopa. Yeah. They actually. clearly had the ability with Jurassic Park and these types of movies. Like, they made him look like a T-Rex. Like, how could he not? How couldn't you just give him his spiky shell and made him blow a little bit of fire? Like, I, Koopa's my favorite. Like, Bowser is my favorite character. He should have just grown uh, Bowser's punk rock spike right bracelets and that's it he should have still looked like, like dennis hopper and just, just had the spike bracelets <laughs> it just seems like it would have been so easy to make him look like that you know yeah. what i mean but he still looked cool and I, I, i'll give them that i thought mario and luigi were actually phenomenally cast yeah both of them yeah both of them i love the i love because like they don't really play up their ages in the video games that much they both they almost look like twins like they seem about the same age yeah because in the first one like they use just the same sprite sprite and right. then change the colors right and right? even like we all know that like even by today luigi's just taller and skinnier but they look yeah. the same basically right and i love the way they play up the like uh older brother younger bro- i think luigi was actually adopted I think that's what it was, that's right? Because yeah, he was adopted. But I love the way that Mario was like the gruff older guy, and they and they captured that Luigi's a little skinnier and a little bit younger, and, and he's, he's the, the little brother, and he's the apprentice, right? right? Like and you know, it, throughout the movie, Mario's reminding him to use his tools. Yeah, and blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, and most like people that grew up playing Mario, the little brother had to be Luigi because the older, the time, right? Yeah. My brother was always Luigi because yeah. I'm the older one. My brother, I'd unplug his controller. He wouldn't even be allowed to Yeah, right. Him. Yeah. Sorry, so, Justin. <laughs> so I love that they play up that like, yeah, he's the little brother. I thought they were, not only were they cast perfectly, I thought they looked perfect. The only slight issue with their appearance was Luigi didn't have his mustache. Yeah. And I actually prefer him looking like this. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, even when they change into the outfits, Mario has that red, the iconic red, I don't know what that cap is actually called. Newsboy cap yeah like yeah perfect like a newsboy luigi has a backwards green cap yeah and i'm like dude i would love to see a mario game where they actually look like that where mario is the older looking more gruff fat guy and luigi's the younger guy with the backwards hat who's kind of cool yeah representing his age right yeah yeah Yeah. i that was a newsboy caps like a 1920s thing so it's like it's mario's the old school guy yeah like i'm looking at the movie poster right now and the two of them look rad on that poster like I think people went to see the movie alone because of the movie poster because it looks like they may this have ain't no game. Yeah, like they may on. have like it's. A, I would hang that poster in this room because that poster looks dope. They got it's the just that on. everything under that poster sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like everything sucks. Oh yeah, there's Iggy and Spike. Oh yeah, his like Bowser's. What are they like? His nephews? Yeah, yeah, or something like the two they're, sidekicks. Yeah, they're. I think they're nephews. They're not his son. No, his kids because he has but the like, Koopa kids. Right? I I like the idea of that. I don't like the that one of them is Spike because Iggy was one of the seven Koopa kids and Spike wasn't. Yeah. Um. I don't know why they couldn't have been like Iggy and Lenny or something. Yeah. And I think it would have been cool if they had actually become the dinosaurs. Like, it it really. Well, and they should have. Well, I don't know. They should have. It's a masterpiece. They shouldn't have done anything differently. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> but. Like in the Mario game, like all the Koopa kids have wands that they stole from the different kingdoms. Yeah. You know, and that's what that little gem is supposed to be. It's a piece of the asteroid or whatever that Mm -hmm. sent the the meteor, sorry, that sent the dinosaurs underground. They should have had like, you know, oh, this is this kingdom and, you know, that's our royal scepter piece that closes the gateway. Right. Right. They could have played that up and had more lore from the games. Right. Right. I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, it's easy like to sit here and not have producers and a company and a and a production company and a budget and everything to, to deal with. Especially in a time where like nerds didn't rule the world. Of course, at the time. I totally get it. But like, 
not there there can't be one person on the planet that saw this movie and was like that that's not Mario Brothers. Like it's it would have been so easy to make a Mario Brothers movie. So yeah. and not only would have been easy to make a Mario Brothers movie, you put some of that iconic I've already ranted about it, the power-ups and the villains and stuff like that in there. Now you can sell toys for all those fucking things. Now you set up a sequel. You know right. what I mean? Where you're like, oh, our princess is in another cat. Like, that's all you really have to do. And now yeah. it, and now you've set up a sequel. Well, it, and even having to be Princess Daisy's fucking kingdom as the initial, and then have them be like, oh, Princess Peach is in trouble. You got to go to this other kingdom right. that's underneath right. Japan. Right. To it would make like, more sense. Right. To- like, it, like it, it should have been so much easier than it was. I totally, I guarantee you there's tons of articles out there explaining the the disaster of... of because it was Mario Brothers, it and, was a production disaster, right? Like it's right, and like you said, it really does feel like they made another movie, and then we're like, this movie's gonna suck, and then they're like, well, let's pigeonhole in the Mario IP or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, I'm, and I'm, I'm not a hundred percent on that. I'm, I makes, remember reading. It, it makes that. sense though. It makes sense. I, uh, I, I haven't seen this movie in years and years. I would love a chance to see. I, why isn't it on something? Netflix, Netflix, step up your fucking game. Yeah, Netflix, you're going out of business. Fucking get it. Yeah. Or it's got to be on iTunes or something. Or maybe it's online. I'm it might sure be on online. iTunes. Everything's on iTunes. Yeah, Disney I'll... Plus is putting Netflix out of business because they're gonna release the Mario Brothers movie because it's better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to fucking, I want to watch this movie again. I want to watch this movie again just to see. I just, I hate it. I fucking, I want to like it. Like you said off the top, is conflicting because everything in my being wants to like this movie. Well, and I watched it enough that you know. I can't say that I didn't like it if I watched it Same. that many times. I watched it a trillion times, and there's so many scenes I like. I like the part where they're on the mattress and they're going through the frozen pipe trying yeah. to get away from the from the Goombas, and uh, and I like the part where they're in the cop car and they're trying to escape in the cop car and they're running across the grates, and then oh, and they you, had the Nintendo gun, the original Nintendo gun in the cop car, and that's how oh, you they navigate. had the zapper. That's how you navigate. Yeah. Yes. See, like, where's more of that? Like, yeah. where's more of those little? The fact that they both get super. They don't actually call them super scopes, but the fact that they both get super scopes at the end. I fucking love that. Like, did that you was have so a super cool. scope? I did. Yes. Oh, I loved it. I did too. Yoshi Safari was a good game. Yeah, one Yoshi Safari, Yoshi game. and then there was one where you fought giant robots. Oh, I, I got a look. I, yeah, all I had was Yoshi Safari and Super Scope Six, like that game that came with it. That was all I had. It might have been Super Scope Six because you. I, I can't remember. I got to look it up. <laughs> I, I love that they were off, like off air. I'll talk about that. Okay, because I, I want to. I love that they took the zapper and were like, "How do we improve on the zapper? Let's make it a bazooka." They're like, <laughs> yeah. like, I just picture like the powers that be at Nintendo, just like <laughs> with with a stupid sight that you never look through. No, like, never. I would always just fucking Me shoulder too. or hit fire it, but oh, they had a sight on it so that you could like. I don't know, learn how to right. wink and then aim the bazooka. And that's when you find out that, oh, shoot, I'm actually, I shoot left-handed because yeah. I'm left-eye dominant. Well, that's Piss. a great, dude, that was a great pull by you. I forgot all about the zappers in the cop car. That's a great fucking pull. And, yeah. and just, and those little, like, I actually like the fact that the the, the fungus hands him the bomb and the bomb's not a bad guy because you can use bombs in the game. You can yeah. stomp on them and throw them. Yeah. But then when, when Mario takes the bomb out and uh, Koopa's like, bomb, and then he like winds it up and just puts it down and it does the like, like, why weren't they selling those things everywhere? I loved that little touch. And it's it's when they throw in those little nods to the classic Mario Brothers characters where you're like, that's. I think that's why I like the movie. It's for those little... It's like I sit through 10 minutes of shit, but then I get the zapper. And five minutes of shit, then I get the bomb. Yeah. Why wasn't there more of that? And the that? action was good. I thought the action was The action okay. was fine. The yeah. action's fun. I just... I thought the actress that played Daisy was cool. Like, yeah. I actually... I dug her and Luigi... Yeah. Um. My big again. My big beef was like, why wasn't, 
like I, they, they run in to save all these other girls, right? Because they have all these other girls that have been kidnapped from Queens because they're well, looking for Daisy. And and Mario like hooks up with one of them too, right? But, and yeah. they don't say like, oh, this is Princess Peach. Right. Like at any point, it's never Princess Peach. And the whole premise from the Mario game is he's trying to rescue his princess. Like exactly. Luigi's helping Mario exactly. rescue Peach. Like, like it's a nice detail that Luigi and Daisy have a thing, and they didn't like make it Luigi and Peach. Like they actually like I, had enough sense to be like, oh. The older brother is supposed to get Peach. Right. The younger brother, what's his princess? Okay, we'll throw that princess right. in instead. So they, like, they 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 had you know. It's to me, it would have made sense. Like have Luigi chase Daisy into this like because he meets her in the real world and then she gets kidnapped and then they go in there to save her. But then when they go in, have Mario be single and then have him meet Princess Peach there or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. I just we could sit here and point at all the shit they should have done forever. I know I've ranted about it. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I mean, it's I New just, York. They should have had the Ninja Turtles rescue everyone. Fucking right. They should have. Why not? Right. <laughs> it's, they would have looked better than the Goombas. Um, well, especially the Ninja Turtles movie at that time was dope. Oh God. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking, I'm done. I'm spent. Do you, are you got anything else to say about this fucking thing before we score it? I gave it a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. I, I went against so the, <laughs> I went God, against. I hate you so much. Um, you know uh, what? I, I think the cat, like like you said, I think the casting was done really well. Uh, Dennis Hopper is fantastic as King Koopa. Like even if he just yeah. voiced King Koopa, like he yeah. has a very commanding, unique voice. Like he does a spoken word thing in a gorilla's track, and right away I knew it was Dennis Hopper, and I was like, oh yeah. yeah. And it sends chills up your spine listening to that it, like deep voice describe things. You know, he's he's got a villainous kind of monologue. So to me, it's a good like it's it's almost like it's it's a double edged sword that the casting of the main characters is so good because Mario, Luigi, Koopa are all cast fucking perfectly. Yeah, but absolutely. then the movie is such a turd, and you're like, you had all the pieces. Yeah, like you and, you and didn't even fuck if they up kept, the casting, they could have kept the set the way it was. Like I thought the set looked great. Me they too. didn't have to have it in the mushroom kingdom it nope. could have been in the the alternate new Me york too. and it could have eventually gone to the mushroom kingdom in a sequel like i thought the set looked so good and that's yep. something you don't get in a lot of you know f- in that era set design was a big deal because you had to build the set you didn't have cg like nothing cg in that so that's a huge like a huge aspect of that movie that i loved is the set is so creative and i'm a film buff so when a set is awesome it just resonates with me. yeah you know and that's one of the reasons i compared to the crow because the crow had a very unique set that was developed lots of model work it's very hard to make sets like that so it's it's huge huge nod to their production company it's just looking at the numbers like it should show just how bad this movie was when it like the box office was was 20.9 million dollars yeah, yeah. and it's like just putting mario brothers on the poster should have made their money back. Yeah. But then people started to be like, well, this sucks. This sucks. And the reviews came out and then everyone's like, I'm not going to fucking see that. Well, what was the sucks. rating on it? Because I imagine two, lots of kids didn't get to go see it. Uh, I don't know. Probably PG-13, I would think. Yeah. And that's another thing. I had theaters. So. I did too. So it must not have been, I don't know. I don't see it on here anywhere. Because um, I went to see it in theaters too. And I, and I, and I liked it. Again, I, I just, now I'm like, this is fucking terrible. Anyway. Yeah based on uh i'm done with this it says based on super mario Bros. based on super based mario on. brothers yeah based on a true story based so. on a true story about two plumbers from new york well they um all right well i don't i don't even know how to fucking score this stupid thing um would you give it two thumbs up yeah would you uh no <laughs> i'd give it like one thumb up and one thumb sideways and they both be kind of shaky like yeah hey, yeah i liked it as a 12 year old or however old i was i'd give it one thumb up 
Yeah, yeah. one thumb up. It just look, look, okay, we're going to end this thing right now. But like in a 2007 interview, Hoskins spoke critically of Super Mario Bros, saying that it was the worst thing I ever did and that the whole experience was a nightmare. because he had sex with John Leguizamo. <laughs> in another interview with The Guardian, Hoskins was asked, what was the worst job you've done? What's been your biggest disappointment? And if you could edit your past, what would you change? His answer to all three was Super Mario Bros. Man, he got paid a boatload of money, got put up in a mansion. He can fuck right off. Still sucks, though. Well, whatever. Just because you're not proud of the work you did. I'm actually, I think he had sex with John Leguizamo, and that's why (laughs) he regrets it. He's like, it's the worst regret of my life because he didn't let the romance blossom into something more than a one-night stand. I can't wait for the animated movie. I'm just reading right now. It says, um, as of 2018, an animated Mario reboot film is in development by Universal Pictures through its Illumination division with Miyamoto being co-producer. Oh, yeah. It's going to be dope. It's going to be good, I promise. So just... If you've never seen this movie on it, you know what? And I mean this. If you've never seen this movie and you can find a way to watch it, watch it. It, One time, it's worth your time. It's worth your time. Oh, absolutely. If anything, just to make this episode of the show make more sense and make us not seem crazy, it's worth one time. If you've ever watched an Ed Wood movie, like if you, you know, there's movies out there that are so bad you have to see. This is one of those movies. Like it's like like Plan 9 from Outer Space. It's one of those movies that you should watch or The Room, like I, the room got a lot more publicity recently because uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I don't James, know. James Franco made a made a I don't know made a movie about making the room. Oh, so it's a it's a it's another one of those examples of a sh- it's so bad. The room is the worst. They say it's the worst movie ever made. It's so bad, but you watch it, right? And they're taking it serious. The actors, the producers, everybody's taking it serious. But as an audience member, you don't take it seriously. This right. is one of those movies. If you watch it, not taking it serious, not expecting, the yeah, movie, honestly, you can enjoy it. Smoke it, smoke a joint. Yeah, relax, get something to eat, and yeah. watch this movie. You'll have a do good some time. mushrooms. Watch it. Just, do, I, but I it, actually recommend doing mushrooms and watching it because then it's appropriate for the but, Mario. Oh, movie. yeah, <laughs> like the mushrooms that aren't in the fucking movie. <laughs> Those fucking mushrooms. Because the when audience did them all. Watch, yeah, watch yeah. it, and then at the end of the movie, if you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" You're not alone. No, just that's how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. Uh, Conflicted. Good. Don't ever expect another... Mo- well, we're, I have one more movie review you and I are planning to do in this. Yeah, uh, another video game. Movie. We won't drop it yet, but it's much... Okay, you know what? We'll drop a hint. I'll drop a hint right now. A teaser. I don't know when it's going to come out. I don't know when this episode will hit the show, uh, but it is about a it is about a, a video game movie. It's uh, Nintendo-centric. But it's not based on a video game. It's not based on a video game. It's based on a video game console. Yep. And uh, and uh, the kid from... Uh, I don't want to say his name specifically as that gives it away, but the, the, the Wonder Years kid. Yeah. And it's, you all know what it is right now. And yeah. it's infinitely better than, the, it's not even good. It's not even good, but it is the greatest commercial. It's all those little plugs that I wanted in this, but we actually get them in this movie. That movie made me think I could be a professional video gamer. Of course it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And anyway. then I realized I suck at everything. We'll, yeah. We'll get, yeah, you didn't know what the warp whistles were before you fucking ever played the game. We'll get into that. We'll get into that when we do that episode. That's coming down the road. Tyler, thanks for doing this. Yep. And uh, you guys, if you didn't hate this, let me know because uh and if you did hate it let me know because i don't know if you guys want more video game movie talk or not but uh i don't want to have to sit through too many more crappy video game movies i just want to say adam made cards for remember the game and it's uh the best cards i've ever seen best business cards ever i'm going to be handing these out anywhere i go thanks buddy and you patreons paid for those so thank you very much patreon plug number four for the episode thanks buddy sweet name mario last name mario okay what's your name luigi 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 Oh, Luigi Mario. Okay, look, how many Marios are there between the two of you? There's three. It's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. And that's going to do it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Tyler, thank you so much for coming over talking Mario Brothers with me. Uh, the Mario Brothers movie. 
with me. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you guys are staying safe. Spend some time with your family. Play some video games. And please, I, I got to beg you one more time. If you're even remotely interested, give it $2 and just try. For 2 bucks, you're going to get a full month of Remember the Game Expansion Pass. New episodes every Sunday, including this week's episode where I'm going to rank every core Mario game. And I can't remember if I mentioned it off the top, but I don't want to go back and re-record the 25-minute intro. But we're going to be giving away a Nintendo Switch. Light, a Nintendo Switch Lite, assuming that I can find one, uh, with episode 100 to one of our Patreons as well. So go over to patreon.com slash remember the game. You can find out all the upcoming details, all the information there. Thanks for listening. Leave us a good review. Tell your friends. I'll be back next week with episode 91, and I'll be back in five, four, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday, Friday. Four days with the episode number one of Remember the Game Expansion Pass. Take it easy, you guys. I will talk to you again later. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>